Hello and welcome to the Monday Morning Catch-Up, the only weekly catch-up show you need to stay on top of this weird, wild world without losing your sense of humor or hope. I'm your host, Mike Merson. And I'm your host, PJ Donovan. And we're here to make sure your Monday morning is a little bit brighter. So find a comfy seat, your favorite mug, and that questionably old bottle of Heinz in your fridge door. It's time for your Monday Morning Catch-Up. Tell me the story again about uh, your Uncle Rick. Alright, so I guess we're starting with this. Yeah. So, my Uncle Rick, uh, he also likes motorcycles. And he has one, and he was just driving down, like, a neighborhood road. Uh, not neighborhood, you know, like, Main Street, but not big. And he's driving down, like, Park Road, and the speed limit's, like, you know, 35, so he's going, like, maybe 38, 40 maximum. And uh, he just drive, like, going, like, straight down it straight uh it's like a straightaway you know mm-hmm. there's no turns or anything and there's this turkey on the side of the road that just sees my uncle going and just jumps into him just <laughs> just hits him on the shoulder and part of the head he's wearing a helmet oh uh but he was like it hurt like crazy it was like getting hit by like well a 60 pound turkey <laughs> oh, so this is a full grown full grown turkey this, yes this was no joke oh he was he made it he might be saying it's bigger than it is yeah but that's true i i like to believe it's a big turkey we all have the temptation you know when we tell any kind of story like this yes i actually have an interesting bird story it's sort of similar i think i told you about this before but during the pandemic last year i, I got this cat this hairless cat that you've met her name's oh, millie yeah. she's beautiful um, but she got this weird habit, and I, I've since learned that a lot of cats do this, is she'll see birds outside the window, and... What was that beeping noise? I, d- I didn't hear any beeping. Oh, dang it. I heard some kind of weird beeping. Uh, well, I just ruined this take. No, we're going. No, we're going. We're going. <laughs> I'm just being paranoid about the recording. Anyway, so Millie is making this crazy chattering noise at the birds outside the window. And I'm like, can you give us an example? Yeah, so she'll see a bird, and she'll just be like... <laughs> It, it, if you have a cat, you've probably heard them do this, but it's like, it's like a chattering. I'm sorry, what was it? <laughs> okay. And she's done it. I've seen her do it at flies in the house too. Like she sees a fruit fly on the wall. She'll like yeah. chatter at it. And I think she's trying to talk to him or just get their attention or something. I don't know. It's a cat. Do you think it's like some kind of communication or do you think he's like, I, I think it's more like trying to get their attention so she can murder them. Okay. Because so, you know, it's a cat. It's malicious. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, All right. It's like tricking them. It almost sounds like she's trying to imitate the birds, you know, because a bird chirps and these sound almost like little demented cat chirps. I could see. You yeah. Know, I yeah. could see. I have a video. I'll, I'll show it to you. But anyway, so she's doing this for a while. And then I go and take my dog for a walk one day. I come back and there's a dead bird on my balcony. <laughs> Just on the balcony? Yeah. Just, just... I looked out the window. No, no. The the cat didn't get out. The bird flew into my window trying to get Millie after after she taunted the damn thing. She might be... All day. Like, pure evil. She might know this. That's what I've been trying to tell people. Like, my bird's a cat. Or my My cat... My bird's a cat. My bird's a cat. My cat is a bird murderer. A birderer, if you will. And, uh, I think I will. I mean, I just had the worst day at work when this happened, and I just came back from walking my dog, and there's just a dead fucking bird on my balcony, and it was like bad omen. Uh, but I, uh, you know, I did, did what take, I had to do. Did you, you know, I ate it. Set up a funeral service. <laughs> you ate it. Yeah, 
you know, I cooked it at 350 for about 25 minutes, and then I, you know. What, what kind of bird? I don't know, man. I don't ask questions like that. I mean, if I, you're going to eat the damn thing. Dude, I just need to get the germs off of it, all right? I was hungry. Okay. Oh, oh. No, Whatever. I, I wrapped it, it was... in a towel and I threw it in my trash can. Wow, that's so. <laughs> it was very unceremonious. <laughs> so when's the wake? You know, there's no wake. <clears throat> Listen, when you're a bird that's so dumb to fly into a window so hard that you break your neck and die, you don't deserve a funeral. You don't deserve <laughs> a funeral. <laughs> I'm just gonna really? Say, come on, man. You're Even gonna give the a dumbest funeral? person gets a funeral. Ain't no funerals in the wild, son. Bird dies out in the wilderness. Ain't the woodland critters coming together and doing a funeral for it i don't want to continue this so we can so we can get to the like our first lighting thing lighting pyres and like send it out into the lake and however <laughs> i will bring up elephants have cemeteries okay well elephants are a different breed they're smarter than us for they're God's a different sake. breed of birds they're literally a different <laughs> breed of, of of being anyway hello and welcome to the monday morning catch-up clearly we have a, a weird energy about us this week but we have a great bunch of stories to get to. But before we do, PJ, I want to ask you how your week was. My week was... The same. You... <laughs> the same as what? It was... As every week. As every week. Well, I mean, come on. Give me something here. You, I, I, uh, I know you work remote, so you don't, you know, you're staying home most of the time. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, my eye is shitty, but... Your eye is shitty. That's right, yeah. yeah my PJ shitty. has some kind of... Not pink eye, but his eye is quite literally pink right under it. It looks like he got really bad sleep or got punched by some sort of a, a pink-painted uh, crackhead. Yes. Uh, Wait. <laughs> no, that, that's close. Yeah, exactly. It was something like that. It's I, not I, a sty. It's, what did you call it? it they, they just said it's some kind of inflammation. Some kind of weird eye inflammation. Like eye inflammation? Like yeah. I scratched it or something? Or uh, Maybe something. roughhousing with Luca. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I blame the dog for a lot of shit. So yeah, you know, he he deserves. He's it. proved it. We've seen him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's a he's a he's a little what's ball of extreme energy. I'm, the word ruckus is coming. He causes a ruckus, but he's not a ruckus. He's anyway. that'd be a great name actually. I should have anyway. gone with ruckus. Ruckus is a cute name for a dog. Right? Yeah, you watch any movies, any TV shows? Uh, not really. We've been watching. Like some YouTube, some yeah. I've been listening to some podcasts, yeah. like this really good one that's like the Monday morning catch up. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, it's actually amazing. I love that show. Pretty dumb name. It's it's really <laughs> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and that PJ guy, what a you know what? What a hunk. I never really say I'd want to hear someone die. That guy? Yeah. Specifically him. He's alright. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> would you like to how would you like to hear him die? <laughs> Slowly. Just choking on a cucumber, you know? Just like, really? That's a very specific sound, Just Mike. like he ate... <laughs> just like he ate a cucumber wrong. Like How he, do you eat like, a cucumber? He went in sideways? Like, um, his mom never taught him. How to, how to eat a cucumber? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you just thought... Or he, sorry, not you. Just thought you just slurped it down, you know? Like a... <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> that makes a good segue. <laughs> Sorry. You, Before you, we get to that are you segue. Quite finished. Yeah. No, no, no. Before we get to the segue, I want to talk about my week. Oh, my experience do, yeah. trying to buy a vehicle. Oh. Folks, that might be its own episode. Just don't even do it. Just don't even do it. So I have been okay. 
I, I've done pretty well uh, investing in the cryptos over the past year. So I wanted to get myself something nice. All right. I want to get myself a decent car. Um, and I'm just looking at these new cameras and, you know, the, I want to get like a top of the line one. Problem is there are no semiconductors in the universe right now. The factories are all shut down. Everyone is terrified. Uh, it's just, it's just not happening. So there's no new cars. So twice now I have come across the exact car I want only to have it fall through my fingers because of nonsense, bureaucracy, uh, and car dealership crap. And folks, I don't know. I think I just want to run this car into the ground until we're all driving flying electric powered nuclear vehicles with, uh, flamethrowers in the front, which we will be in the next five years. That is very specific. That's my prediction. That's your, all of it. Yep. Including the flamethrowers. Uh, first and foremost. The first and, oh, so first things first. With Elon Musk's in the world, we're going to have flamethrowers mounted on our vehicles uh, post-haste. Now, speaking of egomaniacal billionaires, we want to get to our first story this week, <laughs> which is about Jeff Bezos and his crazy Blue Origin rocket launch. Let's just get out of the way. Yeah, it's it's quite the achievement. Howdy ho, private sector uh, billionaires going into space while the while the Earth burns and uh, people starve. Even here in the the good old U.S. of A. It's a shit show. But let's talk about how this ship looks exactly like a human penis. <laughs> I mean, my God, they they really it's really detailed. Listen, we've been launching space shuttles for a long time. They've never looked this much like a penis. It's, it's, you know, you wouldn't usually say the head to refer to the top of a rocket ship, but you call it the head because it looks that much like it. Look this up, folks. If you're listening to this, look up a picture of this goddamn penis rocket, and it's just like, Jeff Bezos, you need to chill out with trying to penetrate the sky with your... Oh my god, it does look like that. Like, for God's sake, man, it's, it's blatant, and I don't think it's a very aerodynamic shape. Like, are, are we really just... Is this really a dick-swinging contest? Or it might the, be. a dick-slinging-into-space contest? Like, it's quite absurd. And this isn't even the weirdest part of this rocket launch. I mean, just look at this. The dude wore a cowboy hat to the post-interview, and he did that crazy Jeff Bezos laugh. You ever hear this guy laugh? I've never heard him laugh. It, I mean, listen, all billionaires are kind of robots. You have to be. But he just... Can I give it a guess? Sure. you're not that far off because like what he'll do is he'll tell what he thinks is a joke and he'll have this like moment where his his brain processor is going and like going into overclock so it can initiate a laugh Mm. and he'll just burst out we'll be like (laughs) yeah i know i just blew out the mic there you did yeah yeah well it was necessary people the people need to know uh, but yeah, him and his weird blue jumpsuit, he went with like a little old lady and a teen, uh, and just, it was just the, the silliest motley crew of people. He's got his crazy expensive ro- watch like wrapped around the jumpsuit on the outside just because people had to know, <laughs> people had to know that he was wearing his expensive watch into space. Uh, just a, just a weird thing all around. You know, people used to be proud when people, when, you know, when astronauts and scientists and shit went into space. Yeah. Now we kind of resent it because it's these nut jobs. Because <laughs> it's not NASA doing it. It's it's not. It's just a billionaire. Yeah. With a little too much leeway. With his giant dick ship and his uh, uh, and his I guess his dreams. But in any case, I I before I get too heated, I want to move on to something that gen- really genuinely makes me happy. 
Uh, and it has to do with the Olympics that uh, have started uh, in recent week, if not recent weeks. Uh, I know that they, they got rid of uh, um, visitors. Uh, you know, nobody is actually uh, viewing the Olympics live uh, no. because of coronavirus restrictions, mm-hmm. which is a shame. But something that made me really, really happy uh, was when in the introduction ceremony, uh, when all the athletes walked into the stadium, 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 uh, they started playing a bunch of nerd music, which they did, <laughs> like, and not just you know, not just like, oh yeah, here's the Super Mario theme, we're Japan. Like they they put out some bangers. I mean, we got music here from Dragon Quest, which is very popular in Japan. Final Fantasy, The Tales of, Monster Hunter. See, all these... Chrono, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, man. Know. Sonic. Nier. Like, Nier Automata. Nier Automata, my favorite game of all time, and one of the best songs from it, Song of the Ancients. So, it was just really cool to see this much exposure given to relatively niche, you know, not just the standard thing you see whenever video games show up in some popular sense. It's always like... It's Mario or Zelda or it's nothing. You know, it's yeah. it has to have the mass appeal. So it was really cool to see someone who actually knew what they were doing put this together. Yes. Uh, and, and put out some bangers. Near Automata soundtrack, I listen to that shit at work all day long. I bump it. It's it's weird. It's epic. Um, what is what is the jam from Near? <clears throat> the jam? They're all jams, quite honestly. I mean, the one that they did at the opening ceremony was Song of the Ancients which was in the original Nier and the sequel. Uh, and it's just this beautiful, like... The, th- the thing with Nier music is that none of it's, like, written in English or Japanese. It's made-up languages. So oh. it's a lot of, like, vocal... Uh, just vocalizing, basically, of, of made-up languages and these very orchestral scores in the background. Hmm. Um, but I would say, yeah, Song of the Ancients is a really good way to start if you're trying to get into Nier music. Just look up the Nier Automatic uh, soundtrack. It's on Spotify and... Uh, give it a listen through. Uh, I would I would honestly caution you from listening to the final songs in that soundtrack because they're best experienced with the actual game. Like, uh, for instance, they played Kingdom Hearts uh, Heroes Fanfare. And if I'm not mistaken, I could be. I think yeah. it's supposed to be, like, Heroes Fanfare is the one that was in the original uh, Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. when they go to, like, Hercules. Like, that oh. whole area. Yeah, you were saying this earlier, because yeah. I, you were saying that they were playing Hercules music, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize they, they sprinkled in some Disney stuff in there, too, but that makes a lot of sense. I believe that's it. I yeah. could be wrong. Yeah. It has been a while since I've heard Heroes Fanfare. I did not look it up before doing this, so I could, yeah. be, I could be 100% wrong. Yeah. But for some reason, I'm that's what I'm imagining. When they say Heroes Fanfare from Kingdom Hearts, I'm thinking of the Hercules area when they first walk in. It would make sense. I mean, you're literally walking into a Coliseum. Yeah. Uh, as a, as in, well, not an athlete, but a, a hero. Well, gladiators were athletes. Yeah. Well, they were more like WrestleMania athletes, yeah. you know. Oh, man. Remember watching wrestling? Mm-hmm. I mean, were you watching wrestling as a kid? I know I was. I was. I loved Rey yeah. Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. And he's still kicking. He's I still know. going hard. He's still doing his damn thing, man. Mm-hmm. It was hard not to love that guy. Here's a neat tidbit. Mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio holds the uh, rest, like all of wrestling mm-hmm. record for the absolute quickest title holding. Mm-hmm. Meaning he got it and lost it? Yes. He uh, lost. He got it and lost it within, like, I think 30 seconds. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, I, it was something absurdly fast. Oh. He had it for, like, a minute, and that was it. He's also had it man. more than once. But I, I gotta look that up. Yes. I was, I'm so curious to see how that happens. 
Because wrestling is just like, I mean, I everyone loves to say wrestling is fake. It's like, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. It's, it's theater. It's theater. It's fun. It's theater with violence. It's the best. Uh, remember, I was I was having you watch Lucha Underground for a little while. Yes, you did. How good was Lucha Underground, though? Lucha Underground was uh, it was certainly interesting. Yeah, it was, it was like World Wrestling Federation meets mm-hmm. just a telenovela. Yeah, exactly. Where it would be like an absurd. They really leaned into the telenovela. Who but, was our boy from that? If um, you remember, was it Blue Falcon? War Machine. Uh, or he's just the machine. I mean, no one liked him. He was, uh, what do they call it in wrestling? He was the heel. Oh, he was um, the heel? But yeah, there was one hero. I, I remember being like Blue Falcon or yeah, something. It was, blue, it was something like that, but man, I want to get back into Lucha Underground now. I gotta actually use my VPN, because I think that's playing in only certain regions of Netflix. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's get back to our stories for this week. Uh, God, I love wrestling. Well, I mean, I, I, I know that... All right, I'm going to try for a segue here. Uh, this girl on a roller coaster certainly <laughs> had a bit of a wrestling experience <laughs> of a kind. Uh, this is definitely qualifies under our, our MO here at the Monday Morning Ketchup, where this poor girl at a Pennsylvania amusement park just lifted off onto this roller coaster. And this has been a perennial fear of mine whenever I get on a roller coaster. And we were talking about this before. It's highly irrational. The odds are very low. Uh, but a seagull just flew directly into her face. <laughs> and it almost liked it looked like it was aiming at her because it just stayed there. So you see this poor, poor girl. You know, she looks like a teenager or something. With a seagull on her face. And just there's these two seconds of recognition of the <laughs> horror. And then you just see like something happen in her eyes where she just goes back to this primal instinct of like, I need to get this bird off my face. <laughs> She just, you get to watch the human experience at normal speed. Thousands of years of evolution have <laughs> occur in a second. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it was it was almost like seeing evolution occur yeah. right in front of you. Yeah. Where it just hits her right in the face and she's like, oh my god. And then just gets rid of it. I know. Just grabs it and rips it and throws it away. And yeah. then uh, apparently the bird was okay. Uh, I don't know how anyone knew that. I figured it, the bird just flew away and uh, went and attacked someone else. Uh, but the girl was okay, too. Yes. Um, Both were fine. I swear, like, you gotta imagine, has this happened before? Will it happen again? I, you, Will it happen again? If we're, I were a bird and done like a bird is, we've talked about this a little bit already. Yeah. You're curious about things that are on your level in the sky. Yeah. Holy crap. Could you imagine being, like, really fast on a on a roller coaster and that happening to you it might like on the hulk coming out of that tunnel it'd probably break your nose to be honest Just get a face full of 60 pound turkey (laughs) yeah 60 pound turkey that might kill you your uncle your your poor uncle he's gonna get on the hulk one day you know one of these days i'm gonna he's gonna come back i'm gonna do it you're gonna gonna bring universal studios put him on the hulk i'm gonna wait right outside of it and just chuck a turkey. <laughs> just plant the turkey. Full speed. Make sure he's in the front row. Yes. I want to nail him <laughs> with that turkey. I want it to devastate his life. I want him to go to bed at night thinking, where's the next turkey going to come from? Oh, for God. Gets in the shower. There's a turkey in there waiting for him. Oh, my God. This poor man. You're just going to haunt him with turkey I'm going to haunt him with turkey. Turkey violence. Turkey violence. The rest I'm going to make a life. punk band. <laughs> Turkey Violence is a good name for a punk band. And I'm just saying, I'm just going to haunt him. I'm going to 
I'm gonna follow him. Oh, for and God. I'm gonna fuck him up. Oh my God. And ruin his life. Sir. With turkey violence. You are being entirely unreasonable. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, you're not. Okay. This is absolutely warranted. <laughs> He brought it on himself. He did. Yeah. By getting hit one, a single time. And he just had to tell you. And he had to tell me about it. I know. It. And now he's got it coming. He, he chose this, Mike. He chose violence. I feel like I'm about to choose violence if I don't agree with you. So I'm just going to say yes. Of assault the assault nature. your uncle with the turkey violence. Uh, I'm sure he has it coming and I wish him all the best. And you, sir. You should probably talk to someone about these feelings you're having. Uh... No. Nah. No. Yeah. I, didn't I think, think so. it's right where it should be. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, very low odds incidents occurring uh, to people just going about their times. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the smoothest segue <laughs> of the fucking century, wasn't it? Oh boy, we'll only get better at it, right? No. Oh, yeah, we will. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll just learn to make fun of it more. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> I really like this headline. <laughs> I just read it. I was completely inside. Lobster diver swallowed by humpback whale off Provincetown. This is in Cape Cod, uh, which I've always wanted to visit. Maybe a little less now. Um, (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why would you want to see I don't want to be completely inside. Lobster diver Michael Packard uh, went in for a dive to obviously go for a lobster. um, Plucking lobsters off the the seafloor. Uh, and all of a sudden, he felt this huge shove, and the next thing I knew, it was completely black, um, and he was inside of a humpback whale's mouth, which is just horrifying. I mean, that's a pretty big damn creature. Oh, yeah. And what's even more horrifying to me, like, I could never go deep sea diving. Uh, I have issues snorkeling, um, Mm. just because of how silent it is. Like, the fact that something of that size can sneak up on you sucks a whole lot. For, yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, like something the size of a house is as quiet as like a Prius. Ugh, you I don't know it. Don't even want to think about it. Um, but yeah, he, he felt the <laughs> he felt the whales squeezing with the muscles in his mouth. Uh, and he was, you know, he was being swallowed by a whale. He thought he was going to die. Who, who, was the, who was the biblical figure? Oh, uh, it was, uh... That swallowed by the whale. Not Noah. Was it Jonah? Was it... Oh, it was Jonah. Yeah, yeah I think it was. Jonah and the whale. Was that biblical, or was that some other myth? I'm, I'm thinking that's some other myth. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Uh, I think that's actually a biblical thing. I think that's yeah. legitimately from the Bible, like the Old Testament. Because I know Pinocchio, they had a whole thing. But I don't think it came from Pinocchio. Oh, no, no, it didn't come from Pinocchio, okay. no. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah, I own, like, three different movies of Pinocchio. There were sequels to Pinocchio? Uh, there was a live action. Oh, no. It wasn't... It was It was actually kind of scary when I was younger. Yeah, because I'm imagining a live action shot of someone's nose growing really long. Oh, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, that's upsetting. It was... Yeah. That's not good at all. Yeah. And it's probably going to arouse certain feelings in a young boy, you know, as they approach... You know, once they start learning about certain things that happen. You look up one book on whittling. Oh, okay. Well, no one was thinking that. What? Who, who's whittling poor Pinocchio's nose, so to speak? I mean, <laughs> are you are you insinuating something? I don't know. I don't know where we've gone here. <laughs> I'm just going to get back to poor Packard being swallowed by the whale. Uh, but he managed to struggle and uh, the... 
he obviously the whale was not into this situation either i don't think whales go for humans no they don't uh there are definitely stories <laughs> of killer whales attacking humans um, it is extremely rare it's rare um and they usually don't try to eat them they just uh drag them and yeah they drown just, them they're usually just around other fish and they get eaten right by accident usually exactly even most uh I'm trying to remember the name of the shark that's actually very sweet. Like, they would never just go after you. Like, they have a huge mouth. Yeah. So that they can bring in a bunch of fish and filter and all that kinds of stuff. They don't actually go for humans. Exactly. Uh, Some sharks would, but not not the big ones that you would generally fear. Yeah. So, uh, he estimates he was in the whale's mouth for 30 or 40 seconds before the whale surfaced and he saw light. uh, And then the whale started throwing its mouth side to side. Or its whole head, I suppose. Uh, and he basically was able to break free of the whale's mouth and survived. Which, good on him. That would be a hell of a way to go. I mean, you know, because there's no teeth inside a whale. You're not getting munched. If you're going down inside the whale, you're going to be alive in that thing. Yeah. Uh, until you... <laughs> but here's my thing about it. Yeah. Right? When it comes to... If he got eaten by the whale, let's say, right? Yeah. <clears throat> he just gets eaten by the whale. And... What happens outside of the whale for, like, everyone else? Nobody would think, right. oh, he must have gotten eaten by a whale. No. He would just be, he disappeared. Yeah, he would just, he disappeared. Yeah, I mean, and would they ever find him? The only, because no one's going to go hunting for a humpback whale, no. open him up, and find a bunch of scuba gear. No, you would never, you wouldn't be looking for that. Exactly. You would so. think he got, you know, pulled away. Maybe eaten by a shark. Yeah. You wouldn't suspect, like, a humpback whale to be harboring, devouring. Wait, what's the word? Uh, Chewing. Oh, yeah. He's definitely not Masticating. Oh, masticating. Masticating. This poor Packard. Oh, my God. Poor, uh, poor Matthew Packard. Matthew or Michael Packard. I closed the story. <laughs> I'm on to the next story. That's why. But yeah, good on you for, for surviving, man. I, yeah, absolutely. Uh, holy crap. That, that That is a story to tell for the rest of your days. <laughs> he got eaten by a whale. Jesus Christ. I wonder if he's still going to go lobster diving. You know? I mean, it's his job. It's his know. job. I reckon he's going to still do it. He must understand that it's a one in a million circumstance. But maybe he's going to be looking over his shoulder a little more often. Uh, speaking of looking closely for anomalies out in the forest or out in the water, a man claims to have filmed Bigfoot carrying a baby Sasquatch across a river. Um, so there's this video. I want to be a believer in Bigfoot, um, skunk ape, Sasquatch. Uh, skunk? What'd you say? Skunk ape. You don't know skunk ape? No. Skunk ape is like the Florida Sasquatch. We have. There's a specific Florida Sasquatch. You're darn tootin'. And his name is Skunk Ape. And his name is Skunk Ape. Oh, oh, sounds like someone's, uh... <laughs> I got an ad while look, reading this article. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess we're in here now. No, just turn it off, man. Just turn the volume down. Oh, gosh. Sorry for that, folks. Very professional. So professional. <laughs> so, this was filmed on the Cass River in Michigan, and I encourage you to look it up and draw your own conclusions. It's, you see, like, and it's, you know, like all Bigfoot footage, it's extremely far away and out of focus. But you see this rather large-looking figure wading waist-deep in the water, walking across this river, and it looks like it has some kind of a bundle in its arms. So a lot of people are saying it's Bigfoot carrying a baby Sasquatch across the river to, to keep it safe. It's, like, red from head to toe. It looks like it could be bright red fur. 
Um, PJ's more skeptical than I am, though. Uh, with this one, yes. I have seen... <clears throat> I have seen... Uh, other Sasquatch stuff. Mm-hmm. Specifically for this one... I can't buy it, man. Like, yeah. It, like, looking at it, I'm like... It just looks like a person wearing a shirt facing, like, the opposite... Not the opposite direction, but away from the camera. And he's just walking through, like, waist-deep water. It doesn't look like like a like a large beast like sasquatch monkey like there's nothing like it for me it's really hard to tell because you can't tell how deep the water is so you can't really gauge how big the 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 creature potentially is for me what's weird about it is that there doesn't seem to be any sort of separating element between the head and the body it's all red and it even like turns to face the camera at one point and it just continues to look red so i guess it could be a guy in like a red morph suit uh Uh, walking across the river or something just to look like that from a distance but it is really strange attire if it is just an innocent human walking by it is it's it's hard to say because i'm seeing it Mm -hmm. when i saw it it was like light shining down from an angle Mm -hmm. where he would look redder you know like he's bouncing off the water it's bouncing off of him from a certain angle you know the camera is not that good as Every Sasquatch I know. thing we've seen usually is. I just can. can I know someone, you want to believe. I, I know you want to believe. I do, man. I mean, you know. I would it? love a Sasquatch, a, a Sasquatch, Sasquatch to survive and be real yeah. in this world. I would love it. I would. I'd fuck that creature. Whoa! <laughs> no one was expecting that. But it's so okay. I'm not. I'm not yeah, gonna get into this with you. I'm not gonna get into this with you. Describe it. I, I know how many times you've watched Zootopia. I don't need to okay. have you explain this that's, to myself. That's not fair. <laughs> you fucking that's love not that fair. movie, didn't you? Okay. <laughs> that's not fucking fair. I know the comments you've made. Let's not do it here. It doesn't matter if I have it on Blu-ray. Uh, of course right? you it do. Doesn't... No, you have it in a weird folder on your computer too. <laughs> Do I? I don't know. Just, okay, I was going to say, like, oh, that fold. Never mind. Getting no. back to Bigfoot, whether PJ wants to fuck the Bigfoot or not, people are claiming this is just a fisherman. Yeah. Listen, probably, right? Probably. <laughs> what do you mean, probably? It's probably just a fisherman. You're uh, putting you're putting who, room in there. Who some guy got freaked out about. But what if it's not? What if it's you, not, folks? You're saying probably, as if that's not... Are you going to say it's definitively not Bigfoot? It's damn near definitively. Why? That's stronger than probably. I disagree. What are you going to eat for lunch? Probably a sandwich. <laughs> that's the probably you're using. That's not, that's not, that's most likely. Oh, I'm saying it's probably a fisherman. I'm, I'm conceding a little bit. You're Work not, with me here. You're not conceding. I'm not. You're trying to <laughs> compromise. <laughs> I'm compromising. You're right. That's not the right word for it. Well, whether it's Bigfoot or not. I think we both agree we want a world where there's a Bigfoot. I would. And that we would hope be he's awesome. friendly, and we hope he's horny. For <laughs> your sake. <laughs> okay. Speaking of misplaced priorities. No! no. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing misplaced. <laughs> I'm just going to read this read this uh, headline, and make sure if you're drinking your, morning, uh, your Monday morning ketchup, you, you're ready for a spit take. Swedish prisoners take guards hostage, demand pizza as ransom. I, I honestly, I don't believe this story is real, um, but apparently two Swedish prison guards were held hostage for nine hours uh, on Wednesday that the week this was published by two inmates demanding simply pizza as ransom and were released when the food was delivered. Now, okay. 
Okay. If you're going as far as to hold a prison guard ransom within a prison, I would like to think that your demands are going to be a little more extreme than pizza for you and your buddies. Well, I mean... This is a Swedish prison. Yeah, what is... It's like better than a luxury apartment in South Florida. Uh, that's quite the... (laughs) It's quite the take. I've never seen a Swedish prison. I would assume it's better than the U.S. prison system because, well, just about every prison system in the world is better than the U.S. uh, prison system. Yeah. But a... I... You know, I kind of get it. It kind of feels like the... uh, If you remember that movie, uh, Shawshank Redemption, where they were like, I want beers for me and all of my friends. Because it made them feel, for one moment, normal. Like, everyday average Joes, I can see that pizza being more than just a... It's more of a symbolic victory right. than it is really... It's not the pizza, it's the normality. I see what you mean, yeah. I suppose when you're in prison, especially for a long time, uh, any any sort of thing outside the ordinary is going to feel like a real liberating moment. Uh, and especially if you're in prison for, you know, serious crimes. Yeah demanding to get out of prison is just simply infeasible you know it's, yeah. it's not a valid demand um for for someone in the prison system so but you know pizza probably doable yeah you know? pizza's doable and they they got it i mean i imagine they're it's going to extend their sentences which is that would be right quite the funny talking to a judge hmm. you know you but, called an inmate hostage for pizza so if you have a life sentence in a swedish prison why the hell not? I mean, why I mean, not do yeah. this every day? Right, yeah. What why not mean? ask for meatballs the other day? Not to be racist or anything. <laughs> <laughs> not, to, not to be racist. You know, the Swedes and their meatballs. The, <laughs> I, I feel like you just... When you think of, like, Sweden, you yeah. just picture a giant Ikea yeah. as an entire country. That's basically... I mean, isn't the capital of Sweden Ikea? <laughs> And they're all just building their own homes and furniture with instructions. It's and, like, you know. Only 12 missing pieces. No. They're just constantly walking around pretending that they can afford things. I actually don't know the, the capital of Sweden offhand. I gotta say, I don't Stockholm? Either. Stockholm. Might be Stockholm. Nicely done, sir. I don't think I know for sure, but I'm, I'm gonna just go out on a limb and say it's Stockholm. For the sake of moving this conversation <laughs> along. That would be... Not to be racist. Meatballs. Well, if it's not the capital, then it's probably the biggest city, Ikea. Alright, just like last week, we're going to end on a food story. PJ, I want you to take this one because you sent it to me. Uh, and it's it's really something else. And it's going to inspire a lot of creativity, I think. Yeah, so... Actually, our friend... I'm going to give him another shout-out, apparently. Jay. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, sent us, he sent me this. Uh, and he was said, I think you might... I think you might enjoy this article. And it's cake in a can proves to be a hit in Japan. Well, well I like the rhyme. Yeah, they did. It sounds like they tried. Yeah. You know? Uh, but the the can they're referring to, it almost looks... No, it doesn't almost. It looks like a soda can. Yeah. That you just pop the entire top off of it. And it has just apparently like a whole cake in it. What does it say whole cake? Yeah. I'm not talking like a wedding cake. I'm a, you gotta know, it's a can-sized right. cake. No, it's a full-on beer can, though. I yeah, mean, it's it, a beer can it, of cake. It's about an equivalent to a slice of cake, I would like to think. But. Yeah, and it's in on Tokyo. 
Like mm-hmm. a Jap- I'm going to read the first part of it. A Japanese cake maker has invented the cake in a can, mm-hmm. sold in branches in Hokkaido and Tokyo. The dessert has been so successful that it is already out of stock. However, it would soon be available in cake vending machine. Oh, I like that. But only in Japan. Oh my god, I gotta go to Japan. Yeah, so they have a. They're gonna have a beer. They're gonna have a. I'm trying to say it. A cake can vending machine. Cake can vending machine. What? What don't they fucking have in Japan? They have everything. I don't know, man. Because I mean, I've seen before. This is some old internet stuff, but it was like a an entire turkey dinner in a can. So you, you open it up and it's like a, a bone-in piece of turkey with like your mashed potatoes and your vegetables and it's all kind of just stuffed in there. In a soda can? Not a soda can. It's like much more of like a like an MRE style tin. <laughs> but it's extremely American. Is it? Do you have to add water or anything or is it just ready to go as soon as you open it? God, I wish I remember. It, I think it's ready to go. It's just got all the preservatives. You might want to heat it up a little bit. Uh, but boy, is it the most depressing thing I've ever seen. Because, listen, a turkey dinner should be something shared with a family, you know? Slaved over all afternoon, you know? It's the anticipation. It's, and uh, this isn't, you know, this is a little bit more serious, but I was listening to this uh, podcast by Lex Friedman this week. Uh, and he had uh, a former Iron Chef and, uh, and a farmer uh, as the guest. And they were talking about how, like, Food is so much more satisfying when you are around for, you know, the preparation of it. Yeah. So, like, we're all so nostalgic about food that our parents make, mostly because of the anticipation. Like, what do you remember? You remember the smell. Yeah. You remember the cooking. You know, the eating part of it doesn't really come to mind quite as much as those. Yeah, like, I can I can agree with that. Right? Isn't that fascinating? It is. It's, so, it's the experience, the atmosphere. It's, exactly. It's everything else you remember really. Yeah. Like, if I think back right now, I'm like, I probably really enjoyed, like, the turkey, the mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. especially the stuffing. That's mm-hmm. my favorite part of a turkey dinner yeah. or Thanksgiving dinner is the mm-hmm. stuff. I will eat a shitload of stuffing. Yeah. However, I don't really, I remember the moment, you know, with family, Mm -hmm. with, you know, a family friend that came over or whatever it is, you know, it's the, it's the whole experience rather than specifically the food. The food is just the, I don't want to say the engine, the medium. Yeah. It's like the the reason you guys got together. Of catalyst. Yeah, absolutely. That, I mean, food is such a unifying aspect of our lives that we don't even think about. You know, because it's out of necessity for the most part. But it's so much more fun and uh, to eat with others than it is alone. Almost every time. You know, it's not half as gratifying. It's almost always eat, uh, more fun to eat after you've cooked something. Because I think just like smelling the food as you cook it, the act of preparing it and thinking about it, makes you less hungry it's almost like you're taking it in as you do that yeah uh, so I, I just found that really really interesting uh but getting back to our stupid bullshit oh yeah what's so, the worst food to put in a can the worst food to put in a can god i mean is there anything you can't put in a can at I this mean, we've point? canned a lot of shit we're canning cakes i mean i mean yeah and also they're putting that vending machine outside so you could just walk up at oh. basically like, you know, 2 a.m. And just, you know, put whatever amount of money it is, like $4 yeah. or something, and get a whole, get a cake. You're on a bender, right? You're you're having a real rough night. Taco Bell is closed. 
that's how you know it's a real bad night. Yeah. When you get hungry and Taco Bell is closed, you fucked up. But if you're in Japan, you can eat entire strawberry shortcake. Yeah. Out of a can. That's the. You got a vending machine. That's the big sellers, actually. I think. And then the you go to the shortcake. vending machine next door and get underwear. Yeah. From your favorite lingerie model that she's yeah. probably already worn. Uh, for anyone that is confused by what in the hell Mike's saying <laughs> right now, uh, there are. Or at least there was yeah. vending machines I don't know if there still are. in Japan, or at least one, mm-hmm. that sells women's used underwear. Oh, yeah. For a price. For consumption. For, for consumption. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's why they sell it next to the canned cake. Yeah, it's, it's, it's clearly for consumption. <laughs> yeah. Well, some form. It's an hors d'oeuvre to the canned cake. All right, listen. <laughs> I, I am now. trying to right. save you here. I don't know. I've got a leg dig in this grave. Okay, fine. Yeah. Why don't you come Wait. on in here with me? No. <laughs> I'm going to consume Japanese women's used underwear. Used underwear. Yeah, before the cake. Before the cake. Yeah, to, to, to color the palette a little bit. You know what? Yeah. Let's make a U.S. one. But I want it like with whitey tidies with... Uh, with the Hershey Street. Grease stains. Yes. Yeah. Real, I want it with everything. Real rough stuff. Yeah. I want it to look like a 60-year-old man's 20-year-old whitey tidies. Oh. This is our startup? This, this is, is our doing? startup. Jesus they can, Christ. Japanese can have cake in a can. We can have used men's underwear. <laughs> men's underwear? Yes. You think there's a market for this? No. No. Yeah. I, I'm not saying we're yeah. going to get wealthy on it. No, this isn't successful. I'm not even saying... I'm saying if we make... If we sell one, yeah, we won. We won. Yeah, it, it's a victory. That's why they call it one. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I thought he was about to throw a turkey at me. No, I'm not, not yet. <laughs> you have to earn that privilege. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, everyone. This has been the second episode of the Monday Morning Catch-Up. It's actually a lot shorter than the original one. It's a lot shorter than the, Where are we coming in at? We're at like 41 minutes. Man. 41 minutes. I think, yeah. I think anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour is a nice is a nice size. It's a nice chunk. Yeah, we should probably try to get it more consistent. Um, but we could, probably, we could probably split it at 45. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I we like don't it. have to be that detailed. We yeah. could just go until we run out of stuff. Or, yeah. I think the know. last one was a 55 minutes long or something yeah, like that it was, it was deep yeah yeah and we had that whole intro part where we we're introducing ourselves that's true so yeah maybe. that'll add an extra like you know yeah minute or so 30 okay. seconds well thanks for listening folks uh yeah we appreciate it i mean all this material is going to be so dated by the time we upload it but i hope you enjoy it anyway um and i hope you go seek out this sasquatch video and show pj why he's wrong email us at uh, Monday morning ketchup at gmail.com that email address I've totally set up by now and I'm not gonna frantically go look and make sure that it's not taken I'm pretty sure it's not I would I would assume it's not yeah if it's not try the Monday morning ketchup uh, Monday morning ketchup uh, 2021 just send your emails to a bunch of different ones we'll confirm yeah. on the next episode I'm, I'm sure one of them will be us yeah one of them will definitely be us if not look us up on Twitter I'm MSM underscore zone on Twitter PJ doesn't have a Twitter yet no. I don't think and he might not ever but I'll be the Twitter rep uh, and yeah thank you for listening folks and have a wonderful rest of your week this has been the Monday Morning Catch-Up. This has been the Monday Morning Catch-Up. And, <laughs> shit, we need to work on this ending, don't we? Yeah, we do. We, we really it's do. It's the same thing with the intro. I know. I don't know how to... Turkey violence. Turkey violence. See you later, folks. <laughs>